everybody we are back here on thursday afternoon we have about uh, an hour a little over an hour before the markets close this will be the final market commentary of the week before we launch our long-form episode tomorrow with matt geiger uh, so I'm happy to close out these uh, the market analysis this week with Rob Sin, CEO technician. Rob, welcome to the podcast. How you been, my friend? Thank you, Trevor. Uh, it's good to be back on the show. And I think you made a good decision. Matt is the guy for the long form. Matt is the guy who can talk for an hour straight. <laughs> I'm more for the quick, here's a couple trade setups. Here's my little take on some things. There you go. A little 15-minute you know, hit you know, episode. Uh, I'm great, and I'm looking forward to football season. Thank, uh, kickoffs tonight, my friend. I'm sure you'll be watching my Huskers take on the uh, the squirrels of Minnesota. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully we get a, we get a win. That'd be nice to kick off uh, the season with a big W. Uh, <laughs> Rob, let's talk about some markets here. Uh, I, in, in fact, I want I, you know I think we're going to talk about the state of junior mining because you did publish a nice long blog about some similarities you're seeing now with what you saw five years ago, 2018. And so maybe let's open this up a little bit uh, for the listeners of Mining Stock Together if they hadn't had a chance to read it. Um, you know, what are you seeing? What, you know, what rings uh, the ghosts of junior mining 2018? What, what is that right now? You know, the last few weeks I've had this like thought in the back of my mind, like this reminds me of another market period. And I was, I kept tossing it around in my head. I'm like, no, it's 2018. It's 2018, summer 2018. I mean, here we are in August, the very end of August, but uh, the summer of 2023 in many ways feels like the summer of 2018 in the junior mining sector. And what I mean by that is, uh, you know, the investor sentiment was through the floor summer of 2018 and actually by august of 2018 gold had dropped under 1200 dollars an ounce so you can imagine uh under 1200 dollars an ounce um gold miners were just flat on their ass down big for the year nobody was really interested in the sector at all but you know a lot of companies were doing really good exploration work at that time. And mm -hmm. even though the overall sector was very weak, the overall gold mining sector, silver sector was very weak in, in summer of 2018, a number of junior mining companies had big results that they put out during that time. And there were more than a handful of companies that had 10x runs at some point during 2018. And it kind of feels like what we have here today, where overall the sector is trading poorly. Overall, you know, investors are sick of it. Extremely negative environment out there. Companies are canceling uh, conference, you know, attendance plans. Um, yeah, the sentiment is terrible. But you have a number of companies, and again, more than a handful that are at 52-week high or near 52-week high share prices that are putting out big results constantly. I mean, I could fireweed, snowline, you know, there's a bunch of them, some really good results out there. And obviously, we have the whole thing with storm, copper, 
and that you know story in itself is, is very interesting and exciting and it's it's made bay go from four cents to 30 cents in a couple of weeks right so there's there are good stories out there in the sector but it really is a stock pickers market you can't just own everything yeah, uh, I mean, the this market still is rewarding discoveries. We've seen that with Laverus Gold. Uh, and there was a, another one that's escaping my mind that came out a couple of weeks ago um, that had a nice good hit. And obviously, uh, oh, Founders. Founders, I think Founders Metals is, was the name. Fa- the Founders company. Metals had a big hit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so the market is paying attention here, Rob. It's just that willingness to deploy capital is is very, very picky. You know, what was it about 2008 that turned the tide here? Well, excuse me, 2018. Yeah, 2018. Uh, to, 2018 was a wonderful time to be an investor with fresh powder to, you know, accumulate stocks, mm. right? And August of 2018, gold price bottomed at 1167 over the next 24 months, gold went up to almost $2,100 an ounce, right? So a tremendous $900 an ounce run over two years, right? Um, and there was a, a number of companies that were 10X, 20X, 30X from that August 2018 low. The bottom just kind of happened. It wasn't something when the, the gold price bottomed, you said, that's the bottom. No, you didn't. We didn't know it was the bottom until two or three months later. And you're like, yeah, that was the bottom. Uh, And that's kind of how it always is. You know, you you don't really know when it happens. It doesn't tell you, yeah, this is the bottom and this is the time to buy everything. No. Uh, But the sector gradually moved higher throughout the rest of 2018 uh, sideways for a long period of time. Went through another period in early 2019 of being out of favor. And then all of a sudden, in May, June 2019, the Fed said no more rate hikes. Uh, in fact, we were going to cut rates. And then obviously, that was rocket fuel for, for the junior mining sector in the summer of 2019. And obviously, we know about 2020 and what the Fed did in 2020 and, and how good that was for the. The, the junior mining sector um, in, in, in 2020. Yeah. Uh, you know, what also happened in 2018, the summer of that, during that bear market, was Mining Stock Daily was launched, now that I think about it. Uh, what a time. See? <laughs> yeah. So a, you started at the bottom of a bear market. I did. I did. And I didn't actually really – I didn't realize it at the time, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, you hey, I, you know what? Let's talk about uh, – Hypothetically, have we found a bottom in expiration equities here, Rob? And I want to ask you this because this has been a question of mine. I've asked previous guests for the last week. And uh, as, a, as a technician, a guy that works on charts uh, intricately, you know, how f- you know, how far does technical analysis go in junior mining charts, specifically during periods of, as we mentioned, very low sentiment, very low volume, very quiet news. And I, from what I'm seeing, and I, again, I'm taking it as a grain of salt myself, but there's a number of charts, positions I own, other companies I'm looking at, where maybe I can make the argument that a bottoming process is forming on the chart. Tell me if I'm right. Tell me if I'm wrong. 
Uh, do you see the same things or not? Yeah, I, I think we are in a bottoming process. I, I think that's the fair way to say it. I, I'm not going to go out on a limb and say, yeah, we've definitely bottomed here as a sector. Um, but there are a lot of signs starting to crop up that, okay, hold on. We, you know, we might have something here. The only thing that kind of worries me a little bit about this recent bounce we've had off of the low of a couple weeks ago in the gold mining sector is it's on, it's been on pretty light volume. Now, maybe you could say, well, it's the end of August. So of course, volume is going to be a bit lighter. Okay. F you know, fair enough. Right. I, I don't think that the volume by itself is enough to say, yeah, this is definitely a bear market rally. We're, you know, we're going straight back down. Um, but there are some signs and there are definitely some signs of stocks that have just been really oversold. They've been sold down for months and you're starting to see a volume climax at these recent lows and a move up off of those lows. And there's a number of, of stocks that are showing that the same uh, sort of price action where, you know, they're down what 30, 40, 50% for the year. Uh, they've just been beaten down day after day after day. And finally, it looks like there's a selling climax that's taking hold out there. Again, it's not enough for me to say, yeah, this is definitely it, but the signs are starting to mount that we are in a bottoming process here in the junior mining sector. Is there a seasonality to this, Rob? Yeah, there is a seasonality. I mean, usually August is a good month for the sector. Uh, I wouldn't say this has been a good month of August for, uh, uh, for the sector, you know, despite the fact we've had this little bounce. Um, in the juniors, the, the micro caps, there is a tendency after Labor Day to, to have a couple of good weeks. Uh, but I know that people are going to start talking about tax loss selling season now and how that's going to stop any rally right in its tracks, right? So this market has a lot of things to get through as it, it puts in the bottom here. Okay. Let's talk about precious metals here. Uh, the last half of August has been pretty good for the metals and, and the prices of gold and silver here. Um, but we're going, we're coming up to some resistance. And I had mentioned on Twitter that that line at 1965 on the gold chart uh, is just something that is implanted on my where I sit and it's always an interesting to see what happens here we're coming back on the Thursday afternoon and uh, looks like we are trying to uh, test that once again on a little bit of a pullback uh, silver uh, actually filled a little bit of a gap after jumping higher yesterday but we also have non-farms payroll tomorrow. Uh, it, whether you like it or not, everything is expecting Goldilocks. There's no reason to think that market traders and investors are going to act any differently. So who knows what happens tomorrow? Uh, but what is your general sense here on, on, on precious metals? I mean, is this a, it seems like some pretty positive momentum the last couple of weeks. Yeah. I mean, First of all, the sentiment on gold has been very weak throughout the month of August. And even after this, what, $65 an ounce rally that we've had in the last couple of weeks, the sentiment out there is still pretty negative. I mean, th this, is, this is far from uh, positive, uh, you know, 
investor, uh, you know, outlook on, on gold here. Um, in fact, many gold bulls, people who are uh, gold investors don't think this rally is for real, right? They, they, you know, and it, it might not be. Uh, but the fact is that gold is above its 200 day moving average. It's in an uptrend on multiple time frames, And somehow it's trading up here above 1950, you know, despite all these negative things out there, including positive rates. Uh, Fed has raised from zero to 5.5 on the Fed funds rate in just over 18 months. I mean, this is a, a serious tightening of monetary policy that, you know, that's gone on. The dollar is stubbornly strong still, right? And gold is up here. It's trading well. So from a pure technician standpoint, I have to, uh, you know, respect the, the price action. And I do agree with you looking at the daily chart, there is a big area of overhead, uh, you know, supply, uh, right around here. Uh, I'd say 1975, maybe 1980, um, but we're, we're right there. So we bumped up against it and tomorrow's a big day. Yeah, it's non-farm non payrolls day. Um, I have no idea what the non-farm payrolls is gonna be, <laughs> but obviously for gold investors, we want it to be a low number, right? Right, I we saw the jolts data that was good for gold. Uh, obviously, the the weaker data as a gen, for the general economy, the, obviously the better for gold. Uh, I just don't think we've gotten the all clear yet. Uh, we've haven't had the all clear at all. Although market expectations are the Fed's going to pause and it's going to quickly turn into pivot, uh, we're not necessarily there yet. In fact, I'm almost wondering myself, Rob, is I think a recession is going to happen. How deep yet to be seen. But my my internal question is, when does the Fed actually jump in to the rescue here, knowing that they want a recession to slow this economy down? I don't think they're going to just turn a blind eye the moment that the data comes by and confirms a recession. I think they might let this you know, simmer a little bit, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, I agree with you. I don't think we're getting a rate cut, you know, this year for sure. And maybe not even until March or, or April of next year. But here's what I will say. The Fed funds rate is at 5.5 right now. The Fed is still threatening the possibility of another rate hike at some point in the next few months. And gold is still trading at 1970. So what would happen if the Fed finally waved the white flag and said, no more hikes, now we're going to be contemplating when to cut. What would that do to the gold Oof. price that's already at 1970 with a dollar that has been stubbornly strong for most of this year? What would that do to the gold price? That's a $50 day, Rob. Yeah, probably. At least. I mean, it's I, everybody's waiting. Right. So... Yeah. Uh, what's the worst that could happen for gold? Like, let's paint the bearish thesis for gold. Let's say the non-farm payrolls comes in tomorrow at 225 or some strong number. Gold probably drops 30 or 35 bucks on that news. Um, the Fed maybe starts talking about we've got one more rate hike, you know, to go. You know, worst case, worst case, maybe gold gets sold back into the 1800s. If, if that's the worst case, because you, you got to say, the Fed can't go 
much more. They might be able to go to 5.75. Maybe, maybe they could go to 6%, but there's no way they're going above 6%, right? Uh, the, the worst case for gold is the Fed just stays here and doesn't cut. They just, you know, refuse. Like, we're not cutting even as the economy gets weaker, right? Um, mm -hmm. You know, that's the worst case. But I think just from my gold bull bias standpoint, I feel like it's much more likely, a higher probability that the Fed is done right now and... We're going to be maybe not next month, but maybe October, November, we're going to start having a conversation about, okay, when does the Fed, you know, start to cut rates? Cause it's, cause, cause they're too high and the labor market has rebalanced. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll we will wait to see. Rob, uh, head on a swivel tomorrow. Anything could happen, but it's going to be an interesting fall here. Uh, and maybe if, Maybe a happy Christmas for gold investors. <laughs> we'll see. Can we talk uh, about one more thing? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Natural gas. All right. I, oh, I that, I'm out. sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, I remember I, you, you mentioned you wanted to talk about natural gas, uh, something we don't typically talk about here on Mining Stock Daily, but uh, you, li you like it. You like it. So the daily chart of natural gas has been putting in a rounding bottom all of 2023 beautiful chart pattern bottom is forming it's at two dollars and 77 cents right right now on the front month contract here i feel like the downside risk is pretty modest i mean obviously trading natural gas futures uh, you've got to have a stop loss but the downside is relatively modest and the upside potential is pretty damn big yeah you know the yeah. the the three dollar level uh, once that breaks out, a lot of upside ahead. And natural gas is going into a seasonal, a seasonal favorable period of the year. The next couple of months are very, very favorable for natural gas. And we're going to continue to see the natural gas price here in North America move up and get closer to the natural gas price in Europe uh, over the next 12 to 18 months. Just it's going to happen. Uh, three, three new LNG plants are coming online in the next year or so to bring the natural gas price up here in the U.S. So that's my bullish, my bullish pitch for natural gas. I'm long. Uh, natural <laughs> gas. <laughs> All right. All right. He's long natural gas. And, uh, you know, Rob, thanks so much for your time. Appreciate it. Good talking to you. Uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks here in my state of Colorado. Safe travels. Go Huskers. Happens. Go Huskers. Thanks for that. All right. All right, everybody. That's a wrap here this week. Uh, long form tomorrow with Matt Geiger. Have yourself a great evening. Hope you watch the game. Wear red. Go big red. Whew. I'm really excited. All right. Have a good evening. Be well. The information presented should not be considered investment advice. Mining Stock Daily and its affiliates are not responsible for any loss arising from any investment decision in connection with the material presented herein. Please do your own research or speak with a licensed financial representative before making any investment decisions.